1: You're as cold as ice
2: You're willing to sacrifice our love
1: All right, everyone, we're back with another episode of the Ice Cold Takes podcast. Today, we're joined by Bobby. He's one of Kyriakos' teammates from Stevens, and we're going to give our thoughts on the retro jerseys. We'll give our predictions on when the season will start and the next captains of the Rangers and the Devils. Boys, how we doing?
2: I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing, Bobby? I'm doing pretty good.
0: Thank you, Joey. Thank you, Yakos. Excited to be on, you know, even though I'm a Devils fan, you know, (laughs) I I like, I follow the Rangers quite a bit and obviously I follow the Devils, so I'm pretty excited to be on. Thanks for having
1: me. Yeah, no problem. We're open to debates on here. We, (laughs) We actually like them. We love rants and when people get angry and stuff. Bro, now that you're on the pod, you're basically as cool as Tony D'Angelo,
2: so...
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I don't I don't know if that was a question beforehand, but, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the Rangers suck. That's all you got to know. <laughs>
1: all right, dude, all right. How's all right. the basement look? Bottom of the <laughs> NHL standings. I don't
0: know. It's kind of warm down here, you know? <laughs> Not that bad.
1: You
2: need some company, bro? <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't, you might join us pretty soon, you know? Yeah,
1: you're bugging. <laughs> Give it like uh, another 15 20 years and then uh we' we'll, we'll be there hopefully 15 20 I mean it's, it's taking you it's taking you like
0: 25 years to get a cup now so oh, I
1: don't
2: know okay. bro you need to chill this our rebuild took us literally like two or three years we're freaking booling now all right
0: what a 25 year rebuild <laughs> oh, <shut> <laughs> the- <laughs>
1: oh that was cold
0: No, no I shouldn't be talking I'm a devil's fan it's been pretty brutal especially the last uh, eight eight or so years. But yeah, I guess ever that's... Since,
1: ever since you guys went to the finals against the Kings, you guys haven't been able to replicate that success. I that mean, funny, a similar
0: yeah. thing happened to you guys, you know, after the 2014 finals. You know, obviously you stayed good for a little bit while after that, but um, then your rebuild started. But like Jaco said, I, I've, I've been amazed how quickly the Rangers gotten by, but um, especially you guys got... You got Taco and then you got Lafreniere right now. So that's really sped you guys up. You know, we all know the lottery ball was rigged, but um, <laughs> it doesn't. It, that doesn't hurt you. Honestly, I can't complain.
2: Honestly, thinking about it, we've gotten super lucky with our draft picks, but I, I kind of, like, have to think that this year was rigged. Like, and honestly. the Devils
1: haven't gotten lucky with their draft picks? Come on, man. Two, no, first but we had, we had Taylor Hall. Here. He's a
0: draft ball specialist. It's way different, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right.
0: I don't know. Gary Bettman what was did that? something with you guys.
2: What was that? Three years in a row, the team he had first overall.
0: I think he's he's won it like five out of seven years, something crazy Holy like that. Overall. Right? Yeah, yeah. And if you include if you include him being first overall, he's like been a part of six teams that um, have first Jesus overall Christ. picks.
1: Four with the um, Oilers, right? And then uh, twice with the Devils. Exactly, and then yeah. we'll see
0: uh, maybe Buffalo this year. Obviously, he's on the one-year deal, but
2: yeah,
1: I don't think he's yeah, staying you bring there. Bring up a good point. Yeah, that, that's like a that's a boomer bust right there.
0: Yeah, I mean he's getting paid, but I'm I'm surprised that another team didn't pay him more for one year. So, yeah, but uh, he wants to win. But I really don't know if Buffalo is that team. You know, no, they have the he, longest playoff drought right now.
2: Nah, bro, he doesn't want to win with Buffalo though. He's just gonna like feel it out. He's gonna increase his his uh trade stock by playing with Eichel and then he's just going to get traded at the deadline to like the, the best contender, honestly. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're probably,
0: Unless they're he gets retain 50%. hurt this year, he's going
1: to come away with like, uh, this is going to be a successful year for him. No, no, I think so. For sure.
0: I mean, I, 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 I can see him um, getting traded to Colorado come the trade deadline, whenever that's going to be. Buffalo is obviously going to retain 50% because um, it is a pretty big contract, but If he if he gets on a playoff team, like obviously Arizona really wasn't that it this year. Um, I think he has a good shot of going to a contender and winning. But he's not, you know, he's not a piece you want to build around. I think the Devils realize that. You know, he's more a complementary piece on a team that's already there. He is,
2: and
1: And I I I don't even think about Colorado like that would just be scary. But go ahead and carry I don't even
2: think that it's like, like, he definitely has the skill to be the piece to build around. I think just like his attitude, like you've heard it in like plenty of the teams that he's been on. It's just like, he's kind of like a cancer in the locker room from what I've heard, especially in the last couple of years at the, actually the last year at the Devils, like he didn't even want to be there. Like he's just like acting like he's better than everyone and it's just like wasn't working out.
0: No, that I disagree there. You know, a lot of people do say that he may not be the best in the locker room, but I think Um, If you go back to his uh, MVP season, like, he really carried the Devils, and I think he kind of brought the whole locker room together then. And this past fall was kind of tough where the Devils really started off not doing too hot, and I think everyone knew that he was going to get traded. So it wasn't that he thought he was the best on the team. It was more that everyone kind of saw the trade coming, and it was just a weight on everybody's shoulder. When is it going to happen? And eventually happened in November. Um, But I think he's – Obviously, I've never been in an NHL locker room, but I think I think he's a respectable teammate. I think um, people like him, and I don't I don't really agree with that whole locker room cancer
2: um, story that goes around. I mean, I I've think. I've only heard that from other Devils fans, so like I can't really say. But. Yeah,
0: I think they're just salty, you know. But <laughs> he gave us that MVP year. He went off. He had that crazy point streak. I know most people remember that. Um, yeah. So yeah. it was a fun couple of years he had in Jersey, but I think it's good that he moved on, and hopefully, he'll win a cup in the future.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right, Taylor Hall aside, we'll we'll move on to the reverse retro jerseys, Ooh. and um, I'm so happy that the Rangers brought back that Liberty jersey.
2: Super hot fire. I want to know what you think about that, Bob. You like the look? No,
0: I, look. Obviously, um, I'm a Devils fan, but I'm from Connecticut. So all my buddies, everyone I grow up around are Rangers fans. My dad actually uh, grew up a Rangers fan in Jersey until uh, the Colorado uh, Rockies moved to New Jersey, and then he became a Devils fan. But, so what, so you know, I have respect for the Rangers, you, bro? and I, I don't know. I'm stupid. <laughs> you know, I don't know why I'm a Devils fan. Um, but I really like the jerseys, you know. That Lady Liberty, they should have had that back a long time ago. Um, they're really popular. But I've seen a lot of fans on Twitter and online – they're kind of calling them a practice jersey, too. You get mixed <laughs> mixed reviews. Because, look, you got the the logo's great, you know? But yeah. I think the rest of the jersey, they could have done a little bit more with the striping and whatnot. Yeah. It kind of really... just looks like a navy blue practice jersey. But I, I think they could have done better, but I really like the logo, and I'm glad they brought it back.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think, like, even if you look at the old jersey, like, they had kind of, like, that same stripe pattern, but it went, like, down the length of the jersey. So they had, like, more colors in there. But I think that if you look at the jersey with like the whole outfit i think it looks much better like they they posted that picture of mika with like the full outfit like the 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 blue pants and like the new gloves i think it looks so much better with like the whole outfit but nah you're right i think there's a lot of like space on the jersey where they could have added more stuff but i'm just happy they brought it back at this point
1: bro i told you the the gap there's a like a a really, really big gap from where the logo ends to like the top of the jersey, where the where the NHL shield. Yeah, on. yeah. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of nothing going on. There's space been a stripe there.
0: Yeah, I know. Even with the the Devils' new uh, reverse retro, they did the same thing. I saw uh, a fan mockup. They kind of edited the jersey a bit, but there, for some reason, Adidas designed the jerseys where the logos sit really far below um, the collar. And I think if you just raise the logo up a little bit, it looks a lot better on a lot of these jerseys. So I don't know right. why they did that.
2: I think also if you if you utilize like the color on the actual collar, it makes it look like a lot less space between the logo and the top of the jersey. But like for the Rangers, it's all the same color. So it just looks even longer at that point. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I think it'll look good, like you said, when you get the full uniform on the helmet and the pants and the gloves. They'll look pretty clean. I'm excited. I don't know how they're going to – if you're playing a team both teams are going to wear the reverse retro obviously some are white um and some are all dark colors yeah. but i think it's going to be cool and i I wonder how many times per season each team is going to use them
2: yeah hopefully they wear them a lot honestly but yeah. um i want to go into your uh like uh best and worst so hit me with your hit me with your three best and then your three worst
0: okay i'm going to say i like the devils so obviously <laughs> I'm kind of partial, but <laughs> I'm going to do Devils at number three.
2: Okay. okay. All right. Fair.
0: Just because I'm a Devils fan. Um, number two, I'm going to have to go to the Whalers. I like, okay. I really like the gray yeah. background. I'm,
2: you got go to go with the Connecticut boy. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I love repping the Whalers gear. You know, that's a, be- I, personally, that's the best logo in sports. Um, All, right. All right. So I'm glad they brought back the gray. And then number one is going to be, ha- is going to have to be the desert. Um, coyotes
2: jersey Uh, that
0: purple with the desert scene on the ground or on the bottom you know that's they had them in the 90s i think it's really cool and they're gonna look they're gonna look pretty sick on the ice especially when they're playing some other teams so i don't know i think i'm gonna have to buy a coyotes jersey
2: i I honestly Uh, think i'm gonna get one too
0: just to drip around stevens you know (laughs) all
1: right what about you joe I wasn't such of a, a big fan of that old logo. Like I, really? I thought, I thought I love it looked like before I saw this retro jersey. I didn't like the. I didn't like. I'm like, uh, what the hell is going like the on? Head.
0: Yeah, like the Kachina.
1: Right. Is yeah. There... I'm like, uh, I I don't know what I don't I don't get it. I don't. All right. All right. I like the desert on this one. I like the desert at the bottom okay. of the thing. I think that's a nice touch, and I like the jersey a lot more. I actually have that in my in my top rankings. So right. my my uh, best. I have the Avalanche slash the Quebec Nordiques. Like, that jersey is just really, really hot. I, I have to, right. That's my favorite. And they then should the have second- gone
0: with the uh, original colors, though. They stuck with the Avalanche colors with the
1: Nordiques. Yeah, jersey. they did. That, that wasn't the, logo. the Nordiques logo, uh, colors? No. I think it still looks good. I, they I,
2: also did that with the Canucks, too. The Canucks original, like, vintage jersey that looked like with the gradient was blue and red. Which I think looks a lot better than that new like blue and green they have. I don't know. I don't really. I'm not really liking that one. I agree. And
0: then the Wild did something similar. Oh yeah. They took the North Stars colors, but yes. they, they kept the Wild logo. So I don't, yeah, that's a little weird. I'm gonna
1: talk about that. That looks but... crazy.
2: I think that they um uh, did they not have like the naming rights or something? Like why would they do that?
0: Well, yeah. So the North Stars is um that's the Dallas Stars franchise. So they yeah. obviously probably couldn't use the. North Stars logo. I That's think crazy. Ha, has Dallas ever used the North Stars logo on, like a no. alumni outdoor game or anything? No, I don't think so. No.
2: I think it's 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 pretty weird with those because I know the Oilers. Well, the Oilers were the same team. They didn't go back to the oil drop, which I was pissed about. But I wanted who did I want? Fuck. Um, there was one team that didn't go back to their uh, old logo. Oh, I wanted the Devils to do Kansas City, and oh, they did. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think it's just tough there because Kansas City, the scouts were just such a bad team, you know, and they were only there for two or three years.
2: Yeah, and but then even logos. when they moved to Colorado,
0: check the this Rockies out. weren't that great either. So I think if you pay homage to those teams, like they weren't really that good, like the Nordiques, like that's a pretty cool team to pay homage yeah, to and yeah. rep that logo. And I agree with Joey; it's a pretty sick jersey. Um, I but like I, I just don't think—I don't think it would have. And especially the Rockies, their logo, um, the Colorado Avalanche have used that
2: yeah, And
0: their third jerseys most recently, obviously with the, with the Avalanche colors. But I, I think the Devils were smart to stick with uh, the Devils logo and then do that foresty green as the primary color, which they've never done before.
2: Right but I think had it, I think that's like, the whole
0: purpose of the reverse retro, you
2: know yeah no it is it is, but they've had that color in there, but it it was usually with the with the white jersey, right, yeah, so yeah,
0: so they they've done the retro jerseys before, and the primary color back in the day was always red, so it'd right. be a green accent stripe, and the green color used was a little bit of a lighter shade okay um so on these reverse retro, they kind of went for more of a foresty green,
2: which Got is you. a
0: it's a cool homage to like. Obviously, the New Jersey Devils are named after the the New Jersey Devil, which was like a a folk a folk tale or whatever about some monster living in the New Jersey forest. So I
1: think it's Bobby, pretty cool. Um, Bobby thrown is down with the history, Lustin. No, yeah, exactly. I can't confirm that. That is true. <laughs> um, anyway, so at two, I had the Coyotes, all three right. the Rangers, and four the Capitals. All right, you over the four. I like there. I like the capitals. That that's a nice, the, nice. yeah, yeah. Went.
0: I like the capitals as well. I think I think the biggest reason is it's gonna be pretty cool to see uh, Henrik Lundqvist wearing it.
2: Bruh. God.
0: Yeah, I he think he's gonna there. He he's, he's gonna get there. a
2: yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm I'm just gonna gloss over that one. No, nah. <laughs> nah, I'm uh we were we were when we had Tony on, he kinda talked a lot about it a bit. Um and, and Honestly, like we should just be happy for him, like he's going to get a lot of playing time there, I think he might split uh with uh Samsonov is that his name yeah the younger is. the younger guy there. you know? yeah, no he definitely, definitely is going to be a mentor, I think he'll get a couple of the nods um down in down in uh Washington, but I don't know he he's he's getting paid he's doing his job so uh all the it's a good ahead. move for
0: both sides, I think the Rangers and Lundqvist. yeah it, it just was a for decision. me.
2: I just really wanted him to finish his career with one team. I feel like there's not many players like that nowadays. And I think that he was like the testament to a player like that, um, which kind of sucks to see him go like that. Yeah. But Well, now you know was. how I
0: feel when Brodor went to St. Louis and played like five games.
2: Yeah. yeah I didn't yeah, understand was, why he did that. I hated that move. I hated that move. Yeah, but, that was um, kind of
0: – it was a punch in the gut, but obviously Brodor's back I mean, in the management.
2: Kinda, you guys treated him like – crap, though
0: yeah, no, well, it was difficult because we traded for Corey Schneider, obviously Brodor was on the downswing, um, and it seemed like Lou didn't want to uh, give him like a one year deal or whatever, yeah, so we just let him walk, and he only played like maybe six games with St Louis, but right. still obviously you want you want your star player to like be on the same team for the whole time, especially yeah, a guy like sure. Lunquist and a guy like Brodor. but I think it's a good move for Lundqvist. you know maybe. Maybe he'll make a run in the playoffs with them. We'll see. Um, maybe he'll pick up a few wins against the Rangers. That would be pretty, <laughs> that'll be pretty cool. But I don't know. I, I really cool like their see. jersey. You know, I think yeah. that's pretty cool, the Eagle.
2: Yeah. Uh, my best were I had Coyotes at one, obviously. I had the Caps at two. I think it's cool that they, they brought back one of the logos where uh, uh, Ovechkin was a rookie wearing one of those jerseys. So, I think that was pretty cool. Um, and then, obviously, I had to go Rangers third but there were some there are some really bad jerseys and i want to hear you guys take on that so bobby start us off with the worst
0: oh for sure i think i think the worst it's got to be the islanders bro <laughs> um it's very disappointing it's like i mean you guys put up some memes on your instagram page yeah. But it's like they forgot about the class project and they submitted <laughs> it um, at 11.59. That was awesome. You,
2: you know, know, I had a, I heard a funny story about that. I don't know who it was. I think they were talking about it on Span Chicklets. And they were like, they probably came up to Lou Lamorello with like a design of the fisherman logo. And Lou was just like, give him a shave and then, uh, and then we'll talk. <laughs> no,
0: exactly. I mean, it's all, Lou is very... Very strict, and, like, he has a certain way of doing things. And you can yeah. see it when he was with the Devils the whole time. The Devils only had um, the jersey, they their primary jersey. They never right. had an alternate.
2: Right. The
0: Devils have never had an alternate until they've had the throwback jersey that they wore at the – what was that? The stadium series game against the Rangers, and then yeah. they wore it a couple times around Christmas and St. Patrick's Day. But they've never truly had an alternate jersey like, say, the Rangers. Um, and I think you can – that was because of Lou, and now you can see that – Lou now with the Islanders said no you know I think the Fisherman logo is cool you know some people don't like it some people do they also had I don't know if you guys remember they have a lighthouse logo that they kind of used for a little bit you know and I think that's a very cool logo growing up on the Long Island Sound like lighthouses are a big deal yeah for sure and you know that would have been a really cool jersey but I think they really fumbled the ball but I guess that's just Lou's way of doing things you know (laughs) that's a pretty nice jersey the lighthouse
2: they um I know one of the youth teams, I forget what they were called, but they used to be, we used to play the junior Islanders and then we played this other team named the Islanders. I think they were based in Boston. They had the Lighthouse logo. But a lot of the youth teams, they don't have like the stitch jerseys. So they were like the, they were like printed on like how the Ducks jersey is, the Ducks reverse retro. And I think that if you do those jerseys right, they can look pretty freaking sick. I just don't think the Ducks did it right. But I was, uh, that youth team, the Islander team had a pretty sick like, uh, like Long Island Sound logo, which I thought was pretty cool. But go yeah, ahead with the rest of yours.
1: Yeah, the Ducks were their their logo was like, what the hell are you doing, man? It's like, what am I? What, my eyes hurt. Like, what is that?
0: <laughs> no, but they wore that for a couple of games back did. in the nineties. So I think it's pretty cool. You know, they stuck with it. You know, obviously it's kind of like out there, and it is like printed on. And I we haven't seen one of those in a while. Yeah. Um, but it'll be. I think it'll be cool. It's interesting for sure. I like it. It's not on my worst list, you know. I I think going on to my next one that I really don't like is uh, Detroit. I think it's just a practice (laughs) jersey in white with their logo on it. Uh, I think they could have done something cool there, but it's really just like, come on, guys. It's similar Um, to the Islanders where they put no effort. And then my last one, um, I'm not a fan of the wild jersey. I just don't think the North Stars colors go well with um, their logo. So, and again, it's like that white, whitish kind of practice Jersey look. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see how they look on the ice, but uh, those are my top three worst jerseys.
1: Yeah. Uh, so mine are, I'm going to agree with you on that wild one. That's my, I have that as my third worst, the wild Jersey. I saw a meme. It's basically like if you replaced the wild logo with the subway logo, it wouldn't make much of a difference <laughs> because, you know, it's the exact same colors. So it's pretty ugly uh number two the islanders they 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 suck their jersey and um their team is no better and um number one the red wings it's just it's just a white white t-shirt white sweater with a red wing logo on it and you can't it forget
2: that right? one gray band though come on
1: i <laughs> uh, i i don't see it, it. pulls it all
0: together <laughs> now we gotta have the same list so
1: and yeah I'm, mine- I'm just gonna go ahead and roast every single one like everyone else too like if you're the Flyers, the Predators, oh, yeah. the Maple Leafs, the Sharks, and you and the Oilers, too, like, I had Fs on your projects. I'm sorry, man.
2: I had number one Red Wings as the worst, number two Isles, and then I had the Oilers as third. It's not that I don't like the jersey. It's just that it looks like every single other one of their jerseys, and I think they could have done something really cool with that oil drop logo or something with, like, a – like I don't know, like some like oil like tower. I don't know what the heck, but they definitely could have done something much cooler than that. They could have went with like the navy jersey with the oil drop. I don't know. I I just think that they could have done so many more things than they did. So uh, I I'd go with them as third. I also
1: think the Sabres should have brought back the old Buffalo.
2: The uh, well, they they have that on the uh, on the arm, don't they? Do they? The yeah, they have
1: the Buffalo slug, right?
2: It's yeah. Like a- they had it on the shoulder there, which I like that logo. It would have been cool um, if they
0: went back to like that their
1: old like red and gray colors. Yeah,
2: the red. I black, think that would have been dope. Yeah, yeah that like that, that old
1: the old Buffalo one. That one yeah, I, I was talking about. That would have been cool. Not the uh not the yellow one in like the mid two thousands. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, I was
0: I, the one jersey I was hoping to see is honestly the Burger King LA Kings jersey. <laughs> nah, I'm j- I'm joking, but uh <laughs> They did do the they did the gold and the purple colors, but I remember I like seeing those photos with the Burger King logo. Oh that yeah, be, the, that's like the same time that Anaheim uh, had their jersey that they're releasing.
2: Right. But obviously, right, right. people
0: weren't a fan of that.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I I think they could have done it a little bit better. They should have like reworked it a little bit, maybe. But I I don't know. It it's not terrible. I don't think. I think that like if you. Again, I think a lot of these jerseys, like, in context would be a lot better. But um, also, you know what's funny? The Blackhawks jersey. Every single video or picture I saw posted by, like, either, like, the NHL NBC Sports account, either the NHL or even, like, their own account on Instagram, they literally would only post the back of the jersey. They wouldn't post the front logo. And I think it's because they, like, don't want to catch any slack for, like, what happened with the the Washington football team. I think they kind of want to like keep it like on the low so that no one says anything, but I just like found that pretty funny that like, they didn't want to show like the, the logo or the Jersey.
0: Yeah. Obviously you got to be a little more careful. Um, we're seeing like teams like the Cleveland Indians, you know, obviously the Redskins are no longer that, but I think the Blackhawks are in a better position than those other teams. You know, I think obviously, um, People disagree and whatnot, but I don't think they're going to change anytime soon. At least I hope not. You know, their original six team. Yeah. Um, I think I don't know the true the history of, of it. Uh, what the Blackhawks is um, describing, um, but I think it's less offensive than some of these other team teams, such as like the Cleveland Indians and the yeah. Washington Redskins. Yeah, for sure. Especially um, since the Blackhawks have a pretty like being an original six team and even their dominance in the the 2000s um i don't i don't see them changing their name anytime soon but i think they are trying to take it out of the spotlight a bit like you said
2: yeah um Um, probably they've pretty much had like one of the best dynasties in the 2000s i would think along with the penguins
1: probably Um, exactly so it'd be a
0: shame if we saw um their kind of name wiped like that
1: yeah all right. Before we transition to the next topic, I'm just gonna—I'll just say, like, I think—I think they should just keep the keep the logo. Like, well, I mean, I, that
2: wasn't really the question. I was just like, um, just like it, I just thought it was kind of funny how they just like didn't want to spotlight it like that. Um, I didn't even think about it until yesterday. I was like, why am I only seeing the back of this jersey? And then I kind of put two and two together. But
1: I just thought it was like kind of funny yeah. to note. I, I don't have a problem with it. I I think it's I think it's fine. The retro jerseys are nice, too. Black and the red, it's good. All right, anyway, so the, we want to talk about um, when do you guys think the next season is going to start? Ooh, um, there's been I'm lots thinking... of talk about January 1st. Pierre Lebrun has been uh, tweeting that uh, that there's they're trying to get a plan together to uh, tentatively start on January 1st. So hopefully that follows through. And if that does happen, how many games are going to be played?
2: The thing is, I think that they said January 1st at the draft. And I think it's going to get pushed back to February, honestly. Only because of like everyone now. I think I think we have the highest number of cases of COVID like that we ever did in the U.S. at this point. I don't know how that's going to kind of go in the next couple months, but I think that the NHL is definitely going to take caution, especially with like interstate travel and intercountry country travel uh, with Canada. I know they talked a little bit about having a bubble in Canada and it would kind of only be not a bubble, but it would just be like the Canadian teams playing each other as a Canadian division, which I don't really like. But I think that they're going to do February 1st and I do think it's going to be a shortened season I don't know. I would say like 50 60 games, but I'm I'm not sure. I I think I think what I thought from the beginning is that they already had their summer break when they got off for COVID. When the season got canceled, what did they have 2 3 months of break and more. then more than that. Yeah, so they had that break then they then they went and played playoffs. Not all the teams played playoffs. And now you should have you should have given them maybe 1 month at least one month after the playoffs ended and then just start the next season. Right. I didn't see a problem with that, but I agree. honestly there's a lot more that goes into it because the bubble was like, was just that it was a bubble. Everyone was getting tested every day, but now you're going to have travel throughout States and stuff like that. I think there's going to be also a change to the schedule. So it's going to be more focused on like series rather than like opponents. So a lot of the teams are going to like, if they go to the West, they're going to play like, four, five, six teams at a time, all in close proximity to kind of limit their travel. Um, I think their schedule is going to be a lot more based on that than anything else this year. But I, I, honestly, everything's pretty much up in the air. I don't really know. Yeah, so
0: I, I don't see it starting January 1st. Um, obviously, we see a league like the NBA, they've had the shortest off season in sports history. You know, they're starting up pretty soon. And they, they ended like a week or two after the Stanley Cup finals ended. Um, but I think we've seen uh, the six or seven teams that didn't make it into the bubble at all. They were granted an extended training camp. And normally we see a training camp of like six or seven weeks, you know, it starts up beginning end of August uh, or sorry, end of August, beginning of September. And then obviously the regular season starts like the second week in October. So that's about a six week um, training camp. And Right now, we're six weeks away from uh, January 1st. So I really don't see that happening since there's been no talks at training camps starting. Um, travel is still banned from the U.S. and Canada. So obviously, if the season were to start anytime soon, they would have to do a Canadian division. And I know that's been a, a big talk recently. But I think uh, February starts more realistic. We know that and we know the AHL is going to start February 4th. So I think realistically, they're going to start that first week in February, um, if not later. And they're going to have to do a compact season of about 60 games and a lot more back-to-backs. Because um, obviously, they, they don't want to go far into the summer because we don't want to mess up next season, too. Um, but it might end up happening. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet on a 60-game season that starts in, sometime in February, you know, and there's going to be a Canadian division. And then we're going to have, like, an Eastern division – a central division, and then a Western division. So we'll see some of the teams that are normally in the Western conference kind of move over to, you know, there's not going to be a West in the Eastern conference this year if we have a Canadian division. So we'll see teams like Chicago um, and Nashville playing teams that were in like um, Eastern conference. Um, Either way, it's going to be interesting to see how it all unfolds. But, you know, hopefully as fans, we get a season. Because right now there's talks, you know, there might not be a season and obviously no one wants that.
1: Right. Yeah. I think I, I definitely want a season and I think, I think 60 games sounds about right. And he, just hearing what you guys are saying, like that there hasn't been talks of training camp, it makes me think like, you're probably not going to start until February 1st. Although that Gary Bettman said January 1st at the draft, um, there's just, there's just a lot going on with. Uh, with COVID and uh, the the travel, like Kyriakos was saying. I want to see how well they manage it because they did do it really, really well in the playoffs, but that was in one area. Baseball had like 60 games and that's kind of what we're predicting. We're predicting 60 games. Baseball did it. And they were absolutely atrocious at it. They were terrible. There was people going out and partying and, doing all this crap after they win games, celebrating, going out, uh, not staying indoors, not doing what they're supposed to do, and a whole bunch of people got COVID and games had to get canceled and delayed and screwed up the whole po- the whole process. But I I,
2: I I, just think that hockey players are a little more disciplined in that regard. I mean, you, you even saw it with the basketball bubble. Like, there was guys that going out to clubs and stuff like that, and not even one instance of a hockey player doing something like that. Um, Because they knew it was at stake. They knew they were there for a reason. They wanted to win. And I think that just speaks to the testament of hockey players. And I don't think they would have a problem with something like that. But I think I think the management of like the NHL did a really good job at the bubble. But they're going to have a lot more work cut out for them with like travel and stuff like that. And I, I really don't know how else to work it. But it's going to be tough. Yeah, yeah, I think
0: especially for the players, that bubble was a grind. Um, mm-hmm. Being away from your family that long is is really tough. Cause obviously in a normal playoffs, like, yeah, you're on the road a lot, but half the time you're kind of at home. So you do see your family a bit. Yeah. And then obviously you can celebrate with your family when you win, but that bubble life is not an easy life. You know, people, a lot of players reported that it was very tough on them.
1: Yeah. And,
0: you know, obviously they're probably just playing call of duty all day. Um, <laughs> you know, that obviously gets boring after a while and you want to see your family, you want to see your friends you don't want to be in a hotel room 24 seven. So I don't think they could do a 60 game bubble for every yeah, team no way. that the players just wouldn't even want to,
1: yeah. you know,
0: I, you know, obviously I'm not in the NHL, but I don't think I would want to be, I don't think I would not want to be locked up in a hotel for 60 days. And really that's the only way you can do it without like um, having these players self-discipline themselves. Cause like Joey said, a lot of the MLB players went out and partied. Um, so it's really a tough situation. We'll see what happens. But, um, you know, I think the NFL is doing an okay job. Obviously, they play a lot less games than the NHL, and they travel a lot less. Um, and teams are, are still getting sick and having to cancel games. So I, it's going to be very interesting. You know, hopefully a vaccine comes out, and they can just, well, they just, just say. all the the players. And then theoretically, they would be okay, you know, and we could play a season.
1: Yeah. I was so, just going to say about the, the vaccine, like that's really the only way that this timeline is going to get saved because it's. I feel like this would just be a never-ending cycle. If there's not no vaccine, like it's just going to be like this never-ending cycle of uh, the sport starting late and then ending late and then cutting into the next season and then that season starting late and then the same thing over and over again, if you understand what I'm saying.
2: Right.
0: Exactly. And if you go back to Gary Bettman's promise of that January 1st, you know, I think we saw that the whole spring where it was like, yeah, we want to start the bubble in June, you know, but then it just kept getting pushed back and they, right. ended, they didn't start till August, you right. know? So we, you know, we were hopeful it was going to start in June. Then it kind of got pushed back to July and then it eventually started in August. So like, obviously you said January 1st, but it's a, uh, it's a lot easier to say it than actually do it. So I think it's going to get pushed back to at least February.
2: Yeah, for sure. And one one thing to bring up about like the trial between Canada and USA, I think, <laughs> I think Braden Hopi got stuck at the border between Canada and USA, and because like he needed to get papers for like his pet turtles or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw it on like NHL discussion on Instagram. I was dying. Oh my! Is this is this true? I think so. Oh, I mean, God. I don't know about the turtle part, but. Honestly, I could see him having turtles. The guys, are, all goalies are weirdos, so. Maybe yeah, no,
0: yeah, he's definitely, he's a little weird, you know. My brother's a goalie, so. <laughs> you know, I know from experience, but <laughs> I, I didn't, I don't see Holpie as a turtle guy, but I, I guess.
1: Kiriakos, maybe we'll make a, another meme video but instead of, you know, that guy that says, I like turtles. That little kid <laughs> oh, in yeah. that interview will we'll, so, uh, we'll crop. Uh, we'll putting face, face on, on there. But, <laughs>
2: Sounds good. All uh, right, look out one for that last,
1: one. Just have one, like, last thought on the whole – when the next season starts. So what happens, let's just say, hypothetically – I really hope this doesn't happen, but hypothetically, there is no season and uh, it gets canceled and stuff. Um, what happens to players' contracts?
2: Uh, I mean – even if the season gets short, I still have no clue what's going to happen with their contracts because there's obviously going to be some money withheld, but yeah, I don't know. That's tough. I think they're, they're definitely going to gun for something and they're definitely going to need to get paid um, at least a certain amount. But I think it's all going to come down to like what the NHLPA kind of like uh, kind of like has talks with the NHL and those guys and the GMs and stuff like that. But it's going to be a while for them to kind of agree on a number because these teams are not getting any revenue right now. I mean,
1: no, they're not getting anything. I mean,
2: they're probably going to sell a lot of those retro jerseys soon, but um, <laughs> other than that, like they're not making anything. So it's going to be tough for them to kind of dish out money to their players. And I know they they've taken pay cuts for last last year, I think. Um, but I really, I have no clue about the semantics of all those contracts and everything. But it's definitely going to be tough on the team and the players both so
0: yeah so obviously we got the new cba with the players association in the league and they didn't get paid fully last year um and they are the players have already agreed for a a 10 percent deferral uh their salaries um for this season like 2020 to 2021 and now that i think the league is asking for more deferrals um so you know they're i think they're looking at like a 26 percent um uh deferred compensation right now which as a player like obviously you want to get paid you know even if the season's not playing like you earn that contract um
2: 26 a lot
0: no that's a lot you know especially you know some people don't make a lot of money like especially like a minor minor league players they're not getting paid as much um and they rely on this um for their livelihood um and when you when you account for escrow too like you know these players need to get paid and obviously they deserve it especially the ones that went through the whole bubble you know that wasn't easy on them um so i think we gotta we have to see the nhl and the players association really agree and kind of like create a new modified cba because obviously this is i know we always hear this but it's unprecedented times and um they really got to figure it out but i think that one reason for the season being canceled is um the league and the players' association not coming to terms um, with how they're going to get paid.
2: Bobby, huge finance guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm a, for those of you who don't know, I study quantitative <laughs> finance. Um, business school is pretty hard.
1: So. All right, regardless of whether or not the season starts on time or doesn't start at all, uh, the Rangers and the Devils still have a question that you need to answer. And that question is, who is the next captain of their teams? So we'll start with the Rangers. Uh, Kiriakos, what do you think?
2: Uh, so I think there's only like two viable options here. And it would be either Kreider or zabenjad And to be honest with you, from the from the onset of Kreider's career with the Rangers, like I loved him. I loved him when he first came in as a rookie, like scoring those like hype goals in the playoffs. like like unprecedented for a rookie to do. Um, but honestly, he's been – for me at least, he's been super inconsistent in his production and just, like, I I don't know. Sometimes I get high on him and sometimes I'm just like, I hate you and I don't even want to see you play. But I guess that's (laughs) going to happen with any player, but I just think he definitely has a big presence in the locker room, which I can't discount for, but I think Mika's just, like, a much better choice, for me at least. Like, I love Mika, everything he's been doing, like, almost hit 50 goals last year, like, um, like huge locker room presence as well. Um, I think he's a clear leader for your team going into this next phase, um, of their, uh, of their organization. So I think, I think Zibanejad would be the clear choice for captain, but I don't, I think, I think that this year would be the year they kind of need some sort of identity and they need a captain this year. The prior years, I didn't really think they needed one because they were still a team that were kind of finding their identity. They didn't really know where they were going yet. But I think now that they have their pieces, they know the team that they're moving forward with. I think you need someone to kind of lead that group and get them to the next step. And I think Mika's the one to do it. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah first of all I, you can't go another season without a captain you, especially like a team in this position you cannot go another season without a captain you need someone that's going to take charge and say i'm the captain you guys got to follow what i'm doing and stuff we're in this together and you know the rangers have so many pieces built around either Kreider, zibanejad whatever um i'll never forget what my cousin said like years ago and you know now that i think of it Kreider is kind of at the same time, he's a remnant of the old teams, like 2013, 14, like the 2012. Um, but at the same time, he was one of, their, one of the younger draft picks at that time. What year was he drafted? Like 08, 09, something like that? Yeah, somewhere around there. In the first round. So that was like for the future. That was like, you know, kind of for 2012, but more for like – He's the only player left from that team. Right, yeah. He's the only one left for that team. But I just still feel like by the time he's like twenty eight now, like he when he was drafted, he was built for this team mm-hmm. rather than that one because he's in his prime now and he's right. not like some twenty four year old kid that's like that's still trying to learn how to like get into the league. I mean, he did come in at a young age, but what I'm trying to say is that he's part of this this team now. So he said, my cousin said, you know, Kreider could be a future captain, like, way back way back in 2013-14. Like, just the way he played and stuff, like, he could, because he's a big power forward and stuff, stand up in the dressing room. But I think, I think uh, the captaincy, the nod should go to Mika. I think so.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Obviously, I'm not a Rangers fan, but <laughs> I think Mika definitely deserves it, you know, and he's, he seems like a really good locker room presence to have. And next to Panarin, he's the best player in the Rangers, you know, and he really steps up to the plate every single game. Um, he really never takes a day off. I, I really respect that out of him. Um, so, It'd I think he'll I think them. he'll get the nod for sure. Um, and I think the fan base is really um, kind of coming around Zibanejad as well. Mm-hmm. You know, people really love him. Obviously, like, it wasn't that long ago that Kreider was a big part of trade rumors, obviously, before he signed his contract, you know. So... I think the best option long-term is a guy like Mika. He's two years younger than Kreider as well. You know, he's more in his prime. Um, so I think Zibanejad's going to get it. And I think he's the, the better choice. And like you said, like, you don't want to go another year without a captain. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, um, yeah, you can go one or two years without one. But eventually you want a captain to really bring the whole locker room together. And I think Mika probably already does that already. But just making it official uh, would be uh, beneficial for the
1: team. Yeah, all for the sure. all the best teams had had captains, and um, and they were the player that they built around. I wrote about this in an article a while ago. Um, Jonathan Taze, Crosby, uh, Stamkos. He was hurt, but you know, and Petrano. and
2: look at him. He came back as a captain and and showed why he was why he got to see on his shirt. Like he, I remember he talked about it afterwards. And if you remember the goal he scored in the finals, he literally, like, he got the puck on the boards and kind of just, like, squeaked by the defenseman. I forgot who it was. And he kind of clipped him a little bit on his leg. And I remember he said after in a press conference, he was like, when I when he, like, hit me across the boards, I literally felt my whole abdomen just, like, tear back. Because he had, he had surgery in his, like, in his core. And he was like, I felt the whole thing just, like, just like rip and, and he was like i'm not playing another shift after this and he still goes on and scores so that just like speaks to the testament of a captain right um and i just think the rangers need that uh, moving forward especially with the group they have i think it'll mm-hmm. help them a lot
1: and and uh, for alternates i agree with you on that uh for alternates i'd say uh Kreider and yeah uh, for sure who we thinking, panarin Oh, I don't know about Panarin.
2: I don't. I don't really think Panarin's the type of guy to get the the assistant captain, um, awesome. alternate captain. Who else would um, be? Um, I don't really know. Yeah, everyone um, else
1: on the team is really young. He's Bucznevich. I,
2: I mean, if if, if if Truba can can prove to me that he can actually play hockey next year,
1: <laughs> that'd be defenseman.
2: <laughs> then go to your I, boy Tony. yeah honestly i mean if tony has another couple good years i I think he might be in the running as well because he's huge awkward guy too but i i I don't know about alternates yet i think they need some work um on that you can always
0: have like a rotate rotational yeah uh, see we did did that
2: a couple years ago um but i wanted to bring back to what you were saying about the escrow though i remember (laughs) there was a video of panarin that he posted on his Instagram and it was like all in Russian. Like he didn't like knows no English and it was all in Russian. He was like, we need to fix the escrow. Like, Oh, and I, I couldn't understand what he was saying, obviously. And then like in his caption, I translated his caption and it was just like, we need to fix the escrow. Like we're not playing hockey unless we fix the escrow. And I was like, I, I don't, I don't know why I found it like the funniest thing ever that it was just like this, like extremely Russian dude, like caring that he got paid.
0: <laughs> no, it's a big issue among the players. Cause they're getting a part of their salary taken away from them. And obviously like you're playing in the best league in the world. And like, it's not easy, you know, you deserve, yeah. you deserve yeah. what, uh, what you signed for, you know, 100%. especially the NHL. Like um, these guys aren't getting paid as much as the NBA or the NFL, you know? So yeah.
2: wait, I just, I just saw a graphic. We posted it on our story today. The first overall pick of the, of the NBA is going to get, he signed a, a forty million dollar contract, and he's guaranteed twenty million of that in the in his first three years of his entry level deal. Lafreniere, the first overall pick of the NHL, got an eleven point three million dollar deal, and that's like the max he could have gotten. And he's only guaranteed like five hundred fifty thousand of that. So you could just see the discrepancy in payment between the sports. Um, which yeah, exactly. I mean,
0: Most I- those entry level contracts. Um, most of it is in uh, bonuses, performance yeah. bonuses. Yep. So yep. There, if nothing's yep. guaranteed, yep. you know, where um, I, I don't know, I don't follow the NBA, but whoever went first overall, you know, he's yep. guaranteed 20 million, he could get injured, hopefully he doesn't, but he get injured, and he'll still get paid 20 million for the next uh, right. five or so years, however right. long the contract is. So I think in a sport as dangerous as the NHL, where you could get a career ending in- injury at any second, like, these players want to get paid, um, right. and I don't blame them
1: at all. I think, yeah, there. I good for that guy, whoever was drafted first overall. I don't know who he was, but good for him. We're, yeah, I'm. Gra- I'm glad you got paid, kid. But the the fact of the matter is, hockey players are not paid that much, and oh, there's no. th- they are underpaid severely. I mean, when you have a depends- baseball player that just sits still in a batter's box with a bat and just looks at a pitch and swings. And he's making 300 million over like 10 years. And like, that just does not compare to a hockey player who's on skates, who every second that, that they're playing on the ice, their life could be at stake pretty much. And,
2: and that's coming from a baseball fan too. <laughs> yes, I am a yeah. huge
1: baseball fan. But,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair though, I think hitting a baseball is probably one of the hardest things to it do. It is, it is sport. difficult,
1: but like,
2: but, yeah, you Where have one team- job. I get it. You have one job. Like, you just need to hit the ball. I get that it's a really hard job, but you have one thing you need to do. I get it. Right. Yeah. But moving on to the devil's captaincy, honestly, for me, first off, no one jumps off the page. Is Paul
1: still on the team? Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: obviously, you got Palms, but I think, I think it's really no question that you go to Nico. Um, uh, he's really the future okay. of the team. Murray he only has one year left on his contract. After this season, it's over. And like um, he's, he has been part of trade bait uh, leading up to the draft and even after into free agency. Um, but I don't know. I don't think his agent and the Devils have really talked about an extension. Obviously, I want him back. You know, he's a great piece. And he's not too old. And he's, a, he's from Jersey. So, like, what more could you ask for?
2: Yo, um, I saw... But I think
0: for the future, like, Nico – like, he just signed a long-term contract. You know, he's really good. Um, he's going to be a really good two-way centerman in the league going forward. I think he's really underrated. Um, he's kind of shadowed by all the other first overall picks. but And even in his draft, like, everyone talks about um, Patterson on Vancouver and um, a guy like Kale McCarr. But I think he sure is very underrated, and he's going to be a great captain. I think he's going to get it, you know. Obviously I, the devil's lost green at the trade deadline this year to the Islanders. So we kind of need a captain. We've only gone a couple months without one. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if they do decide to give it to Nico. Um, I don't think they're going to give it to palms. Um, he's a, I mean, I think Paul Mary is a great guy and a great player. Um, he lives in Hoboken.
2: Yeah. Uh, so
0: we, Yeah. We've seen him before. We've seen him. Absolutely. We
2: were, we were, yeah, we were outside our house playing. We were actually playing like, I think, one of our friends was like we were playing pucks. like volleyball and
0: hockey. We were, yeah,
2: we are playing yeah. volleyball, and then and then uh, there was a couple guys like shooting punks and he walked by with his dog and girlfriend. And I remember like looking back and being like, "Is that called Paul Mary?" And then he just like looks at me and starts laughing, and then walks away. Yeah, this is like <laughs> right
0: before uh, COVID sent us home too.
2: Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. it was
0: like like early in March. It was a nice day out, but yeah, no, that was pretty funny. I you love Paul Mary. You know, he could become captain. You know, I'm not going to put it out of the question um but me personally i think nico would be a great choice i think a thing? lot of people respect him in the room he works really hard Paul Murray works hard too you know um but being the I young team the devils are i think it's beneficial to have a younger guy like he he's here, who's only 21 to be your captain and kind of lead the team for years to come
1: yeah i get what you're saying about that and the oilers kind of did that too with mcdavid and then if you go if you go back in time a little bit uh the Penguins did that with Crosby. They named him captain. And, uh, okay, but but Crosby and McDavid are like generational. Though. Yeah, that's true. That's true.
2: I, but not taken away from Nico. I love Nico as a no, player. No, he's like, good. Yeah, I, but he's, I, he's I, not on the
1: same. He's right, not
2: right. He's he's not the same type of player they are. First off, but Nico is a hell of a player. And like you said, I think he's supremely underrated. Like I watch him play sometimes. I'm like, dude, this kid is the real yeah, deal. He's very
1: very talented. But um.
2: Yeah, I, I I think he's your best bet, honestly. Too, um, I think that'll be good. But I I don't see too much urgency with picking a captain for the Devils, for me, honestly. No,
0: me either. You know, obviously, we're a really young team. We're still kind of in this uh, long term rebuild. I think we're we're on the other other side of things where we'll start seeing in the next year or two like some good uh, performances out of the team. Right. Um, but like, we Russell. only traded I'm Green nice. a couple months ago. Oh. You know. Sorry, what'd you say, Joey? Good luck with Lindy Ruff behind the bench. Oh, God, I know that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic, you know, obviously like you guys got Rangers your fans probably hate him, hate him to his gut. But, you know, we got to hope for the best as a Devils fan um, and see, <laughs> see what happens. You know, I, I don't know how he'll do with the younger guys. But obviously, look, around the league, he's a respected coach and he has, you know, he has the credentials, you know um but we'll see how he works out with the devils hopefully he does better than he did with the rangers
2: yeah i don't want to put him too much in a hole but yeah i don't really like him i know me and joey and i both don't like him um but you know you know who else lives in hoboken connor carrick
0: yeah no a couple of devils guys do yeah Um, and then if they don't if they don't live in hoboken a lot of the younger guys live in jersey city um right next door so i know like Jesper Brat lives there. I'm pretty sure Pavel Zaka, and I think even Nico Heischer because I think when they were rookies, they all kind of they were roommates. Um, right. And I, you know, I think I think Blake Coleman when he was on the team before he traded him, he uh, had an apartment like um, West New York or maybe Weehawken. Ah, uh, okay. Um, but no, they're they they all were in Hoboken. They would have team parties at uh, <laughs> the Pig and Parrot.
2: No way. Um,
0: yeah, no, <laughs> no. So they they've all they all know Hoboken. You know, it's a good place to be. It's yeah, and even to raise a family, you know, but – and if you're a younger guy, you know, the – I know Giants players live in Hoboken. Yeah, you know,
2: Manning you used to live place here. To live. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, you, you definitely save money, you know. Um, like, I, I think some of the Rangers should even move to Hoboken. You know, I know it's really not that far from the commute.
2: I know Tony was, was thinking about moving here. Yeah. I actually no, just I, I mean, I, of I'm there.
0: partial to Hoboken. I like it a lot, and yeah so do i I live here too
2: i think hoboken's supremely underrated like no one really thinks about it as a place to go but it's like i mean it is expensive it's kind of just as expensive as the city is i would think maybe a little cheaper with like supermarkets and food and stuff but like living wise i think it's just as expensive but i think it's a really great place place to live i I would probably live uh, here after school
0: exactly I, i i think patrick Elias. uh Still has an apartment up in Hoboken, too. I saw him back in February at a coffee shop.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I Um, remember you telling me that.
0: Yeah, so, like, obviously, he lives mostly in the Czech Republic. But when he comes to New Jersey, he's in Hoboken. Um, So, it's kind of cool, like, just being around and seeing a Devils
2: player occasionally. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, and I remember. they sucked, but.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Joey wasn't there. But me and uh, Jakos, we went to the last game at the Garden.
2: Yes, uh, sir. Before the
0: pandemic. uh, And it was a Devils-Rangers game
2: yeah, uh, oh, so was, yeah we
0: went to that it was
2: pretty end. cool yeah that game was i think awesome. it was like That's six it.
0: three the devils won it was pretty cool it was, um but
2: it was like in the beginning it was pretty close and then you guys kind of just like potted a yeah, couple exactly.
0: goals late
1: that night that
0: was a uh, lundquist's last appearance uh yes. as a at the garden yes. um so i'm glad we saw that you know um but it was pretty fun seeing the Devils win. I wasn't even wearing any Devils gear, but uh, somehow I still made enemies with a lot of people at MSP.
2: <laughs> yeah, I wonder I, why. I'm sure you did.
0: <laughs> yeah, they uh, the people in our section weren't too happy with me, but, you know, I love going to the Garden. It's a great arena, um, great history. Um, so What's I'm say, I'm yeah. excited for the future of both the Rangers and the Devils. I think we got a good rivalry, rivalry coming up, uh, and we'll see,
1: you know yeah for sure dude. yeah i'm excited all right so that about does it for us you have just listened to ice cold takes the movie <laughs> that went for probably like about an hour <laughs> episode 13 all right
0: no that was pretty good thanks for having me guys
1: you yeah know, for I sure, talking. Dude. yeah no you're great thanks for coming on man yeah no problem Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Stay tuned for more New York Rangers info by visiting boysandblue94.com and our Instagram at theboysandblue94. See you all next time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.
0: I know!